I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ringside Fracas. I'm your host, Naeem, and today I'm joined by my uh, regular, Sams. How are you, Sams? Yeah, not bad, not bad. I'll be just watching that to get a fresh in, but just, you know, that's football, so we can keep it boxing related because <laughs> And today we're joined by a very, very special guest, the British light heavyweight champion, Dan Aziz. Dan, how are you, sir? What's going on, man? I'm good, thank you. Well, we're good, we're good, we're good, bro. So um, we're just gonna we're just gonna get started. I, I, yeah. I've always been interested. I've never um actually had a conversation with a boxer before. This is my first, so but I've always really? been yeah, and you lots of things called ringside. <laughs> I've I've um, they, they, they've had it, I've never had yeah. it um they they've oh, okay. joined recently. Um okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to hook you up with some boxers so you can um interview them on a more regular basis yeah man we're more than happy to do that man anyone that could come through come through thank you brother yeah um i wanted to ask you how did you get into the sport of boxing what was your sort of inspirations in in boxing um i just used to watch um, some youtube videos and i think i at uni i just used to do it out of boredom and then i thought i'd just join a local club and then yeah from there i just started competing um compared started competing properly for like that amateur boxing club but prior to that when I was younger I'd go in and out of gyms and stuff but nothing serious so yeah I guess just watching some of the um the greats you know watching them on YouTube and stuff yeah inspired me yeah what, what is that kind of would you say maybe um pitch your style or kind of you developed your style on or was there anyone that you kind of watched more often uh no I just, at the time it was uh a lot of people that were very like knockout friendly. Like um, I used to watch David Hay, um, yeah. Gene Pascal. Um, I remember it's a long while ago, boy. Um, Mike Tyson, obviously. Yeah, yeah just um, Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, people who had a lot of um, 
knockouts, but made it look good. So, yeah, that's what enticed me to want to really get into boxing and stuff. Kind of translates in your style as well. Like, you know, we, we see you go out there and try and get them out of there. You don't really sit back, you know. Yeah, that's the aim of the game, man. You know, you don't get paid overtime like they say. Exactly. But, exactly. You know, yeah, but all the all the fans, they they that's what they really come and come to watch anyway. You know, knockouts, brutality. No one really wants to see the art of boxing, and you know, there's obviously there's pugilists and stuff. But what attracts people to come and watch boxing is they want to see a knockout. Exactly. So, yeah. You you said you started at university. I'm a university student myself, so I was wondering, like, how did you juggle, you know, the uni life um, and your course, and also doing, uh, you know, juggling an amateur boxing career as well. Um, I didn't really have to juggle. I just I just had a good balance. You know, you you studied during the day, and then in the evening I'd go and hit the bags, hit mitts. You know, go and train. So it was a good balance. It wasn't more. It weren't more to do with oh, I'm struggling or you know I need to jump no it was a good balance for me you know and I think in uni I needed that so um, it, it was it was quite easy yeah um, I mean I mean I'm, I'm finding it quite difficult now to have a juggle anything I'm, I'm not even doing an amateur boxing career but yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. it's amazing uh, to hear um Recently, you've had a big, big win over Hosea Burton for the British light heavyweight title at the SSU Arena. And a lot may argue, I'll say this as well, you stole the show for the, that entire show. It was a brilliant, dominant, completely dominant win. I mean, from start to finish, you just had him. Talk us through that entire win. Like, how did you feel going into it and then in the fight? Was there any moment where did you pick up where you thought, oh, this fight's now mine because everything's just clicking? Um, obviously when you go into a fight you, you got to have some sort of confidence anyway so prior to anything clicking or you know everything going your way you go in there with that mindset yeah this is mine anyway but yeah just from the start um, I was out boxing him and Jose is a good boxer so from then I knew already yeah it's kind of it's the beginning of the end you know the short stocky dude is outboxing a tall yeah. um, boxer, do you know what I mean? It, it's the, the writing's on the wall. And I was just, I just felt stronger than him. I wanted it more, you know, on that day, nothing was going to stop me from getting that title. So, um, yeah, it was a good win. I was happy it was live on Sky Sports. Um, a lot of people saw it. Yeah, the platform was great. And yeah, every time I've been on Sky, I've always won a title. Like, it's not the first time I've been on Sky. I boxed for the Southern Area on Sky. I boxed for the English title on Sky. Um, it was, but it was the YouTube. It was the YouTube bit. So it was the undercard of like the main fights. And then, yeah, British title box on Sky as well. So it looks like Sky's my, my good, oh. it's a good omen for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what I liked about that win, yeah? That even the way they kind of blew it up, you see Tyson Fury was there and there was a massive support for um, Jose. And, and Yeah, of course. Like, it was talking about how, and, and as well, it, I kind of get jarred a lot by commentators and it, the way they kind of um, depict a fighter and say what they have to do and how fighters should win and so forth. And even just watching you beat him to the jab was like, yeah, they're talking about how his jab, how his jab is such a great jab. But you yeah. were still there and you looked like he was so exactly. Calm, so exactly. No, that's that. That's obviously the like you said, it's Tyson Fury's cousin. You know, it was built for him to win, built for him to go on and. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure Sky would love for every time, 
you know, if Jose won, every time he fights on Sky or something, it, he brings fury. Do you know what I mean? This, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was built for him to win, but n- not on my watch. Even after the fight, they were in the, the sky cameras and everything were in his changing room. He's the loser, but they're in his changing room. But obviously, I get it because um, Fury's there. Come on, that's like the um, the best heavyweight on the planet, you know, yeah. one of the biggest stars in boxing. So I get it. But yeah, I didn't let that deter me. I knew what I had to go and do. And I went and done it. Simple. So yeah, but yeah, it's true what you're saying about the commentators and that sometimes they chat a lot of rubbish and even even prior their predictions and stuff, you know, saying, oh, you know, Dan's probably the one that will get stopped and yeah. this, that and the third. But yeah, and me and my team know what work we do. We know how um, what we bring to the table. So yeah, it was just about demonstrating it on the night. Yeah, you get that same confidence and the same attitude the whole way through, like it never wavered and I was saying, I remember I remember when we were talking about it, I was saying, Dan's going to win that fight. Um, I just feel like he's the stronger guy in there. So as much as they're talking about his jab, I think he's going to get inside. And you literally just, yeah. and you said it as well, and they just executed it. So, yeah. And after yeah. that, it's like now the recognition is there on a proper like public forum where mm. you get some people that watch boxing and they'll catch on to certain names. And For sure. And I'm going to say it straight up and down, like with the lightweight division, like heavyweight division, yeah, you've got, Certain names that are popping up, but they're kind of establishing the British devil. But your yeah. name's been there, but it was it was easy to kind of drop you at. Of course. Like, now, even I, still, I, even still now, I still feel like you know they're still trying to you know side side like bypass me. But um, it's only a matter of time. The cream always rises to the crop. It's, you know, I'm gonna keep doing my thing, and there's only so long. Um, whoever, whether it's writers, whether it's the public, wherever, whether it's um, the pundits, whatever, it's only so long they can deny me because, you know, they're still mentioning certain names, but leaving me out of it. But yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's just, it's, it, that's, what, it's, that's what drives me and gives me more, more fuel. So it is what it is. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. They should be they should be mentioning you more because as you said you've won the southern area you won the English and you won the British light, uh, light heavyweight titles and you're the first British light heavyweight to win all of the British border boxing border control titles. I mean, out of yeah. everyone that we that is in the domestic level, you're the only one that's done that, and that should be talked about more, in my opinion. Yeah, some of the lads that are in the top, like the top boys in the light heavyweight division, the domestic light heavyweight division, haven't even won the British. Because it's easy, it's easier not to go yeah. that path. Do you know what I mean? It's sometimes it's easier to take fight these European guys, you know, that are ranked higher, but they're shit. But yeah. the, to fight each other, it's it's more it's it's more risky. And do you know what I mean? So um that's why I like when I hear that, you know, maybe Buaxi and Craig Richards are gonna fight or you know, when I see Yard and Linden fighting and stuff, we need more of that. I think that's good. We okay. can, you know, mix it up ourselves and 
you know, create our own little, like, um, yeah, tournament, our own kind of dynasty, you know, and so years to years to come when we're not even boxing, people can bring that up. Yeah, do you remember when this guy, that guy, that, that heavyweight division in the UK was mad them times and stuff, and that's what we need to do, not, um, yeah, every time just bounce, you know, maybe someone does win the British bounce and try and, yeah, I'm going to go for a world title or book some guy that no one's ever heard of in Europe and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, we'll see, man. Because even me, I've got the British now. I'm thinking, who am I, who's there to even defend it against? Like, most of the guys are, that were ranked above me or whatnot, they're not going to want to fight for the British title. They're not going to want to fight me for the British title. Definitely not. And then the ones below, they're a bit too below. So, do you know what I mean? It's, I'm in a weird position, but... Anyway, I'm open to any offers. We'll see what, what yeah. happens. So, yeah. Um, just I was going to make that straight away. Like, I remember um, when when you grabbed that and the names that are kind of floating around, I was saying straight up and down, you know what? We can see, like, we've got enough here on the domestic scene where we can literally yeah. create our own super six and that light heavyweight division where win or lose, everyone's going to propel anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. like, no, one, no, one's, no one's career should be done at the end of that. It's more so, okay, domestically, this guy's the number one guy and you guys can go off and, you know, go and conquer the European and world scene. It, it doesn't have to be the we're going to all <laughs> worry each other. Yeah. Worry each other until we get to a certain point where, you know, and yeah. I get it from a business perspective, everyone says, you know, the money's got to be right and in the pot. And right. so, yeah, for sure. And it's going to be for a world title, but we don't need to. Like, back in the day, we had, you know, the, the Nigel Benz, Eubanks, like, we can have that from the light heavyweight. I don't, I don't know why that doesn't take place to me. Yeah, no, for sure. But we'll, we'll see anyway, man. We'll see how, um, what, what plays out and hopefully, yeah, we, we can get these fights and stuff like that. So, yeah, looking forward to it. So, I know you said you're in a bit of a weird space. What do you, what, what do you envision next? Like, what would you like next? Um, I've, I've said it to everyone. Yeah, I'd like to probably get the Commonwealth now. Uh, Commonwealth, and then maybe push on from there. But um, I know Yard's got the Commonwealth, so I don't. He's obviously in the next position to fight for the WBO or something like that. So I don't know if he would yeah. want to defend it, fight me for it. So do you know what I mean? It's but that me personally, that's the next title that I would like to get the Commonwealth. Okay, you're you're going through the proper you know div- um, levels where you've done Southern, you've done English, British, now you want to do. Um, Commonwealth do you find going through that in your career is helping you to develop more than rather than that sort of um, how Samson puts on the um, podcast sometimes the matchroom belt where you fight just the names rather than the yeah yeah no for sure yeah no for sure it's it's, I do it because it's for for my own development if I thought I could have fought Hosea if I fought Hosea maybe a year or two years before you don't know what the result would have been. Like, he could have beaten me, he could have knocked me out. You know, everything's all about timing and that's why I take my steps and strides and, you know, it's a step at a time. Do you know what I mean? I'm not in no, I'm not in no crazy rush. I ain't the youngest, but I'll end up where, where I end up. So I'm not trying to, oh shit, I need to get to this spot and then I get there and then I'm, I'm fumbling. Do you know what I mean? I want to make sure that whenever I get to whatever position I'm at, I'm ready. So, yeah, it's more so for my own development. It's for my legacy as well, you know. Um, and yeah, I'd like to say I call that you know taking 
doing it the ground ground up, you know, not running from the grind that back. This is the proper route. Like that's the route there that should be heralded. Yeah, def definitely, man. You have to earn. I believe this day and age now, if you can sell a ticket, you chat shit on Instagram, got their TikTok followers or whatever. You get signed by a big promoter, and I get it, it's business and it's about money and they're in it for the money and whatnot. But not everyone deserves to be where they are. They are in. Actually, let me not. Like I've said that wrong, but I mean, like you have to earn your earn yeah. your way. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, it's not about oh my first fight. I need to be you know on this show and da -da. no, you have to earn it. You don't want to go on TV and stink the place out because this is where. You know, you're at the forefront of boxing and this is where everyone will judge on whether, yeah, boxing's good, boxing shit, boxing should be mainstream or not. You can't, do you know what I mean? And sometimes it takes time. Sometimes there's nothing wrong with going on the road and fighting on these dingy small hall shows and just building yourself so that when you do get in front of the big lights, yeah, you could be a, you know, a, a, a you could be like someone that's, what's the word, an ambassador for the sporting show. Yeah, this is why you guys need to tune into our team because this is what we're showing. You don't want to go on there and then you're seeing some shit guys, do you know what I mean, on Sky or BT or whatever, you're seeing some shit guys. It's going to turn people off, man. They're not going to be interested. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, look at U you look at UFC, there's a reason why not anyone can just get on the UFC. They choose the correct people that's going to make UFC look like, do you know what I mean? gonna yeah, make like, you hey, look so, prop, do you know what I mean? So yeah. and that's I think that's the same in boxing. That's what they should you need to you need to earn your way, man. So it doesn't matter yeah, as well. That's what you're saying for what you're saying, yeah. When you yeah. actually clock it, a lot of people that they effectively have a good following or they, they're good with the social media angle to yeah. kind of get it, yeah. They get they'll they'll beat 10 like let's be honest, like trash cans. Exactly. And then when it's time to step up and they get rolled yeah. over. Exactly. happens so much literally that's so much a, that's, that's, that's what I but like I'm not even condemning like social media and all that because at the end of the day times change and you have to if you don't roll with the times you're just, you're going to just perish I get it but in our sport there's only so much like under them lights you can't lie in it the truth <laughs> always comes out so do you know what I mean sometimes you've got to do your due diligence so that's basically what I've done in my career. I didn't have the best amateur career and whatnot. Um, so I knew when it came to the pros, I have to work diligently and, you know, really have to earn my way before I'm on them lights. And every time I have been on, like, I put on a good show. So yeah, facts, facts. Hopefully you'll be seeing more of me <laughs> on these on, on, on the bigger and better platforms. You made, you made a good point about um, the fact that you have to have a balance of two where there are some fighters where we rate them highly but there's not enough mm. exposure behind them so there's that's yeah. the other side of the spectrum like for example Terence Crawford I mean let's be real yeah. he's pound for pound one of the best fighters but he's not that big in terms of profile same with yeah anyway or any of the pound for pound fighters you look at that so there is that side of the argument where they those guys need more promotion do you think that's down more to them or the promoter or both um yeah, both because your promoter, it says it in the name, promoter. You're there to promote yeah. your a show. You're there to promote your fighter. It's your job. But people in terms of Terence Crawford, like, come on, he's a multi-millionaire. Like, I don't know what he's doing. Like, he should have teams and everything. Do you know what I mean? Like to do, but 
I think from what I've heard, it's just in his nature. He's not about that. He's not really interested in it. He just likes yeah. to just get on with it. He's a very, very much an old school fighter. He just wants to get the job done, train with the people that he's, you know, comfortable with, go home and spend time with his family. He's not, and everyone has the right to be like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it is what it is. Not everyone wants a camera in their face. And like, I get people like, oh, can you do like a, day of training and whatnot like sometimes when you're training you ain't got time to be well yeah if you're training you ain't got time to be filming yourself and this that like our, our work is brutal man do you know what I mean but like obviously at that level Terence Crawford's level I would say yeah like he should naturally just have like a team of people that are just you know filming him or whatnot yeah like but I get it some people just hey man I'm not interested in that I just want to can get on with the boxing, like you know what I mean. So yeah. Uh, speaking of Terence Crawford, what that he, he that's there's a question that's uh, divided opinion in ringside. So I'm going to get your take on it. Terence Crawford or Errol Spence? Wait, wait, wait. Before you answer this year, <laughs> yeah. Before you answer this year, I've followed you for time. <laughs> time, yeah. Please get this right. <laughs> um. Well, to be fair, when I. At first, I think I was more on Spence's side, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it's it's changing because Terence is so adaptable. It's crazy, like, and as a, like, I never even really used to be a big fan of him. I didn't really like his bo- Terence's boxing style. Like, I weren't really like he's he's tall and gangly, but he can box on it. It's a bit weird. Like, I didn't really like his style, but as I've watched him and I'm continuing to watch him, he's. His main skill, he can adapt, like, and that's that's what made Floyd such a great fighter, like the ability to be able to adapt in any situation, like, and I don't know, like, I'm leaning more towards um, Crawford now, like, he's just, he, like, um, yeah, he's just, he can just adapt. His adaptability, man, he can whack, he can box, he can punch, he can switch. He's got a lot of elements to his game, man. He's got a lot of different looks. Like, that fight will be bloody a very good fight. Um, and I, I, I hope it I hope it happens, man. But, yeah. yeah man. And I even thought, to be fair, I even used to think Terrence was maybe too small. small. Yeah, because Spence, when he's out of camp, he's big. He can get up to, like, over... Um, one, 170, 180, that's like light heavy. So that means he's a big guy. So um, I used to think, yeah, I don't know about that, man. Maybe it's too small, but boy, you saw the way he handled Sean Porter. Yeah. Um, but again, styles make fights just because, you know what I mean? I could fight you, knock you out, then I'll go and fight, what's your man's name again? Sorry. <laughs> uh. yeah, the other host. Oh, oh me, oh, name. Yeah. Why would you want to fight me? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, saying, I'm, just, saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying as an example, like I could yeah. fight one of you two, knock you out, then you go and fight him, and then you knock him out, but then I fight you and you knock me out. It's weird. Like, boxing yeah, is all yeah. about styles. You can't just, ah, oh, well, he beat him and knocked him out. So he's definitely got, no, it doesn't work like that. So <laughs> until they both get in the ring, then that's when, yeah, so, you'll be able to know what's what. So I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go for Crawford and that. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, and you know why as well? I feel like um, lives the life better. I don't know if that's 100% true. Don't quote me on it, but 
Yeah. I feel like Crawford lived the life. Lived. I've seen like Spence drinking, you know, at a uh, club uh, drinking. Yeah, yeah, he go. He goes overweight quite a bit. You know, look at what happened. You know, with the accident and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's things like that, and they play a big part as well, man. You know, there's only so much talent can get you, but also boxing is a lot about discipline. So, but don't quote me on me. Don't shoot me. I don't. I don't I'm just saying it's from what it seems like. Do you know what I mean? You know what? I'm not angry at that answer yet, even though Spence is my guy. I like Crawford as well. Yeah, no, Spence is my mine too, man. I really like um Spence. He's one of my um favorite boxers at the moment. And I love Southpaw. So I wish I was a Southpaw myself. Like a lot of my favorite fighters were Southpaw. So Spence is definitely up there for me as well. Like, like Terence isn't one of my favorite fighters, but Spence is, but I just feel Terence might have a bit more to his game. And that's why I think he would win. You know what, yeah? When, once Spence deals with you, guys, yeah? When I'm yeah. back, I'm going to ask again. <laughs> and see how that's it. Because yeah. one thing I've heard about boxing, yeah, it's always that, depending on when your last fight was and how you performed your last fight, opinions switch very quickly. Yeah, no, of course. You're only as good as your last fight. That's, that's yeah. a very common saying in boxing. You're only as good as your last fight. And I feel like where Spence has obviously gone through, he's gone through the eye injury and so forth. Yeah. He's been at the loop a bit, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. For just... Crawford's just yeah, he's just he's just the the ball is rolling with him. He's just ro- like do you know what I mean? He's he's just he's on he's on a real good streak right now. So yeah, he's on good form, so to speak. So yeah, yeah. Boxing is very fickle. I mean, you look at you know when AJ lost to Ruiz the first time, that you know, he went from being a national hero, the face of boxing, and now even still now you see that people still have negative feelings about him since then. Have you felt that? Obviously, you've never lost, but have you felt or seen that side of boxing where the fans can become very fickle? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. I'm in it, man. So I know, like, definitely, like, that's boxing for you. You can have 10 wins, have one bad performance, and not even lose, and people just start, like, boxing boxing fans, they're they're not loyal at all. It's not like... (laughs) It's not like football, do you know what I mean? Like where win, lose or draw, yeah, the fans might be angry on it, but they stick by you. Boxing, even the pundits, the comment commentators, like you lose one fight, oh, where does he go from now? And all that kind of talk. It's very, it's not good. And that's what makes the sport shit. UFC, one person will lose and then the next, they're fighting the next another fight and they don't start saying, oh, his career's ended. Look how many times McGregor lost and Still comes back in the yeah. one of the gets a big payday and whatnot. Style Bender lost when it, when he when he moved up, but he's still the shit. Like there was never that. Oh, where does he go? And it's not like that in other sports, but in boxing, unfortunately, it, it is. So that's actually that's very true. And I've never really I know that like, yeah, um, perception has changed and everything, but I've never really prayed that how in other sports like UFC, for example, which is the same. You know, it's a combat sport in the day. Yeah, people they just get on with it. They support them. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't care. They're not, the fans ain't don't care about a loss. They just care about the actual entertainment aspect of it. So, um, yeah, man. Like, look at AJ. He's a young heavyweight. You heard bare people saying, "Oh, well, if he loses to Usyk, he should pack it in." How? How? Like, I can tell him to pack it in if he loses to Usyk. If he loses to Usyk, that means he's lost to like probably the best die pound for pound on the planet like that doesn't make sense I don't understand like 
he's accomplished so much just because he lost to one guy that means he should pack it in that's very crazy man yeah very crazy Imagine you go to work, have a bad day, you're working off and say, yeah. And then they say, yeah, you're sacked. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, it's, it's, it's weird, like, but I think the more people fight each other in boxing and, you know, um, yeah, mix it up, yeah, then I think the more that will go away. Because you look at someone like Jezora, how many times has he lost? But everyone just la- loves no, watching him fight, regardless. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He's in a double digits of losses now but he's got that old school feel to him alright yeah he might not win he might not win you know but win lose or draw we're getting entertainment now if everyone had that about them in boxing I think it would be a bit it would be a bit different so everyone I think after Mayweather I was waiting for Mayweather to come up yeah that whole you know keeping the O and that's what yeah. messed it up a bit whereas instead of oh, just fighting the best because if you fight the best, someone's going to lose. If you the best fight the best, someone's going to lose. Do you know what I mean? So, but once Mayweather and the O era, you know, no one wanted to lose their O. That kind of messed it up. But yeah, it is what it is. I just wanted to put forward a fan question that we've got from uh, yeah. Twitter. Ahmad Yare44 asks, how do you drown out the noise that can make you doubt yourself? Um... Wait, I just I think it's probably just the the amount of work I put in, how um, consistent I am. So that is what gives me that you know confidence in myself. So you know if I was cheating, cutting corners, then obviously probably that noise will get bigger and bigger. But I guess the training and the work and the effort I put in that just drowns out the noise. I guess yeah. yes. All right, that's still. So let's get on to this, this is some boxing news. So recently, yeah. um, the Fury White press conference happened. And so obviously Fury White's been announced and the press conference happened and White didn't turn up. What is your thoughts on the whole situation of Fury White and Dylan White essentially not turning up and seeming not to promote the fight? Um, yeah, it's a good fight. I really do hope Dylan wins um, very much for the underdog. Um, everyone loves an underdog actually and yeah I'm not I'm not really too fussed about him not turning up as long as he turns up on a night if they put on a mad fight and it's like something out of this world do you think anyone's going to be talking about oh you know he didn't turn up for the press conference you the fuck's going <laughs> to care no one's going to give a shit so as long as he's there on the on the on the night like yeah that's 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 the main thing do you know what I mean yeah no, I hear that I hear that who do you have winning um. Oh, you obviously you. White's the probably the. I mean, not White. Fury's the favorite, but I want Dillian to win, man. I really do want Dillian to win. I think there needs to be a shift. In I'm one of them guys. I don't really. I don't like it when everything's just going according to plan, or someone's always. Do you know what I mean? I like the apple apple cart to get. Do you know what I mean? Get ruffled yeah. like out. Do you know what I mean? Put a spanner in the woodworks, and it'll be that will just be mad if White won, and obviously he's from. That he's from the bits, like obviously I'm South London, he's from South London. I know Dillian as well, so yeah, I'm definitely supporting him and hope he can get the win. He's been waiting so long, he deserves it. And he's another person, I remember him when he used to box on small hall shows. This guy used to be like, he's just about to fight and he'll be outside the venue selling tickets. Like, so the way he's come up, 
it resonates with me because I know he's actually come from the gutter, come from the bottom, and for him to be where he is now, it's it's nothing, it's nothing but amazing. So I'm rooting for him, want him to win. And plus, Fury was rooting for his dumb little cousin anyway. <laughs> when, I, when I was fighting, <laughs> nah, I'm joking. But obviously, yeah, like <laughs> I want Dillian to win, man. So yeah. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? Selling out uh, Wembley in however short time they did it in. I mean, it's gonna be ninety thousand packed out. His first world title shot in however long it is. It's, it's been. gonna be a sick fight, man. It's sick yeah. fight. I, I said it's gonna be a big British uh, staple in British boxing, like. This year, you're going to remember the big fights and this is probably going to be one of the biggest fights of the year um, yeah, because of sure. how big it is in the world titles. Speaking about other big fights, Canelo's mm-hmm. decided to enter your division. How's, how's that feel? Yeah. yeah, I think he's fought um, Kovalev before, so yeah, yeah. not the first time he's come joined the light heavy ranks. Um, yeah, that would be a good fight as well. Um, but Canelo's another one of my favourite fighters. Um, I like the way that he doesn't, to me, he doesn't duck or dodge anyone. Um, he's a very old school fighter as well. Um, he's kind of taking a piss, actually. He's just going from one division to the <laughs> next. And, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I like him. And I think that's going to be a good fight still because Bivol is a very good boxer. Well-schooled, big amateur pedigree, um, good footwork, good distance, um, judgment of distance. So, yeah, I'd love to see how he um how he deals with Bivol. Because yeah, um I rate Bivol as well. So and to be fair, Bivol's not that big, so it'll be a very even matched fight. I've I've stood right next to Bivol before and I'm a small light heavyweight and he's he's smaller than me. So he's got big forearms, but in size wise he's quite small. Big forearms and quite big legs, but he's small. So there's not much of a size of advantage for him against Canelo. I'm going to ask you anyway, but who do you have winning? Canelo. Yeah. Yeah, Canelo. This guy's going to have to, even if he knocked out Canelo, he probably still wouldn't, still, still wouldn't <laughs> win. Come on, man. He's the, he's the golden boy, man. So he's going to have to do a madness to get the win off over, over Canelo, honestly. It's weird though, a lot of the narrative when people were talking about that fight, they were saying, oh, Canelo's ducking uh, Charlo, though he's ducking Andrade. But I'm thinking, Bivol's much harder, tougher test than yeah, those guys. Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. But listen, in boxing, if you don't fight this one, this person, if you fight this person, they're going to say you're ducking that one. If you're fighting that one, they're going to say you're ducking this one. It's like that. So you, as a boxer, me, I've realised you can't please everyone. Like, especially the fans, like... There's like there's there's always something to complain about. Like if you look at Canelo's resume, it's mad. Like come Crazy. on, man, this guy this guy fights like last year. How many fights did he have? He had um three. three. Yeah, three. Yeah. Was it three? And yeah. he's a he's the number one pound for pound. He earns the most money in the sport. He can happily fight once a year, but he fights at the highest level for three times. Yeah. And how mad that is! Like. In this day and age, whole division so. one, like one year as well. It's yeah, like, man. So like, come on, come. Yeah, man. Like, come on, man. Like, like who the who's like who the fuck are the Charlers? Like, allow it, man. Who's they for? Like, come on. And like, it's funny because yeah, as much as I wanted to see the Charlo fight, I, I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't argue with what he's doing. Like, you can't. Yeah, no. Nah, you know, you've just got some personal dislike against him. That's yeah, weird. man. Like, who's, and then after he beats the Charlo. 
Oh, okay, there's going to be another person that, okay, but fight this. Allow it. No, no. So. I mean, he's crazy. He's an anomaly because this Bivol fight is going to mark in his last five fights, basically. He's, uh, yeah, five. Yeah, five fights he's taken on. No, four. In his last four fights, he would have taken on um, five or four. It's five, yeah. It's all champions. It's five. He took on four world champions that are undefeated. That's amazing. Just doing that. That's that's mad. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's why when I, even me, when I'm fighting, it's not like, it's like, yeah, you look at that and you get inspired, like, or you feel like, how dare can I not go and fight this person or that person? Look what this guy's doing, like, do you know what I mean? Obviously, each to his own and you cut your portion according to your size, but it's still, man, he's, He's a he's a good ambassador for the sport, man, and I rate it. If if he stays at light heavyweight, could we see a potential Canelo versus Aziz card? <laughs> I, I would love to, bro. I'd love to. That's going payday. Payday. <laughs> 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 hey, hey I'm 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 getting in the ring with one of the B pound for pound best. Like, yeah, of course, man. I'd love that, man. That would be sick. Um, but obviously, it's highly. I highly doubt it, but yeah. <laughs> you have like a route mapped out, like because you know that from what, what the way I look at it, everyone kind of maps out whether they're going to go down, which um which sanctioning body and and their their route to the, to a world title shot. Do you have that kind of like roadmap in your head and like a timeline for that? Yeah, not for I, I won't say a timeline because like I said before, um my thing is on development, like and wherever I end up, I end up in it, but. At the moment, we're not on that world scene yet, so um, we're not planning. Okay, we're gonna go down this route or what, or whatnot. I'm I'm ranked in. I think I'm ranked in the WBC, IBF, and WBA. Anyway, the only one I'm not ranked in is in the WBO. Um, so the more I just keep doing my thing, I'm gonna get higher and higher in these in these um, sanctioning bodies anyway. And whichever one I get first then that's, that it is what it is, isn't it? But yeah, obviously management look at, okay, this route is better or whatnot. But as for me, I just work on myself. So yeah, I thought you got your manager and and people work for you there for, so yeah. Yeah, sweet. Obviously, obviously you don't know um, where your career is going to go. Obviously, we don't know what the future holds, but mm-hmm. when you've ended your career, what would you have liked to have, what would you like your legacy to have been? Um, that I've been in great fights. That's what everyone remembers. There's loads of world champions that um, people don't bat an eyelid to after they've gone. I'd love, yeah, just, you know, that I've been in great fights. Great. Um, I wish I, I wish I had a rival. That would have been so sick, man. But it's weird. In this, in this, in this, um, in the light heavyweight scene, especially domestically, I'm practically mates with everyone. Like uh, Yard, we used to train at Peacocks, Buratzi, my good, good friend. We sparred for so many years from the amateur days. Uh, Craig Richards, know him from the amateurs as well. Like, prepared him for his last fight. He helped me prepare for Josea. Who else is there? Um, yeah, well, all, but the thing is, this is what, why this day and age, it's not the same as back in the day, because even back in the day, like, you know, like Tyson, Lewis, Holyfield, they were all like brethren, but they had epic fights. You see them in pictures and shit like that. But this day and age, oh, no, he's in my division. Like, no, he's an awkward. Like, no, yeah. everyone acts so weird. Like, do you know what I mean? 
Time with me and Yard when me and Yard was talking about that. I was like, yeah, if we ever fight, hey, we're gonna do a bad thing. Just joking, but this was years ago. Um, but yeah, not not really apart from that. But that was years years ago. So, but I would like it. I wish it was like that. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love to have had a rival like someone I just didn't like, and he didn't like me. And do you know what I mean? It'll be yeah. it, it builds to a story. It's it's good. Can't really, I don't really have have one to be to be fair. So, yeah, I get what you're saying because, like, on the domestic level, if you look at like AJ, we know his big rival with Dylan White or Dylan White, yeah, James DeGale. Even, even even him and Tyson Fury don't really like. They always <laughs> like you said, yeah, James DeGale and Groves. They just didn't like each other, but they both <laughs> went on to be world champions. Um, but yeah, but back to your, back back to your question. Yeah, I'll just I'd like to be um, remembered as someone who was in great fights, someone who who didn't um, duck anyone. You know, had the fights that people wanted to see. Was a serious fighter, and yeah, man, just a, a, one of the best to come out of the UK for sure as a light heavy. And hopefully, by the end of it, you can look back and. Um... You, so, you know, you look back oh, at it and you can say that, that I've done that. You know, yeah, you know, no, for sure. When when you won, what was it like um, coming back home? Like, what was the reaction? Yeah. Like? yeah, no, everyone was elated, happy. Do you know what I mean? Recognised by more people on the street. Uh, yeah, just it's all the normal stuff, you know what I mean? But I'm quite grounded anyway, man. I don't let that get to my head, man. I've watched too many... <laughs> documentaries and stuff and see you know when it when people let stuff like that get to their head especially in boxing and it goes all downhill so and that, to be fair for me that's just like it, it's a big accomplishment but it's a stepping stone I know there's more to come but it, it doesn't get any easier the level the as the levels get go up and stuff like that so I'm very I'm quite grounded and you know all right yeah next now we've got to take it to a next level and whatnot. But yeah, it was good, man. Everyone was proud of me. Um, my, my area, everyone just was so happy for me and stuff like that. But that's just, you know, this is just the beginning, man. I still got a lot to accomplish. So, yeah. When we, when, when can we see you next, Jack? Is there any kind of news now? Or still... I would have, I would have, I would have hoped to have been out um, already by now, to be fair. But, yeah, I think they banned boxing in January and then just things are picking up now. So hopefully, I don't know, man, maybe in, maybe next month or something, we'll see. Um, yeah, so my 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 management team, Connect Force, you know, they're doing a brilliant job um, on my behalf. And so hopefully, um, yeah, you'll see me soon. No worries. I've got one last question, but we'll save the best on, one. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you you you're known to have been running workshops at youth clubs and going to secondary schools and getting this message out where you're trying to encourage children you know to get involved in boxing and being off the streets how important is that message to you and to get programs like this going yeah no i work in a school i work in a school as a um i go um, work in a school and i do workshops um, in the school, I actually first started just doing a workshop. Then the school actually hired me and said, "Oh, you know, you're having such a positive effect on the kids. So yeah, we'd like to hire you. And you know, can you come oh. in so and so days and whatnot?" But 
Um, yeah, because it's just, you know, a lot of people just need that encouragement, especially if people can relate to you. You know what I mean? When I was young, if I had some, not obviously, not to be rude, but some old man that I can't relate to or doesn't come from my walk of life or not telling me, listen, you know, you need to stay in school, you need to listen, you know, the importance of discipline and this, that, and the fourth. I'm not going to listen. But if I had somebody that I could relate to, somebody who, in my eyes, I thought, yeah, I got a lot of respect for and this, that. Not saying that I don't respect those kind of people, but, you know, I'm someone I can relate to, it probably would have stuck with me a bit more. So it's it's important for me to go down there and, you know, tell the kids, look, I know what you lot are, you know, where you're coming from and I understand what you're, how you're feeling, what you're thinking, this, that. But trust me, if you don't stop doing this or start doing that, you know, you're only going to end, it's only going to end one way. Do you know what I mean? So um, I think when they hear that from me, it resonates more like than when their teachers are telling them. Because I remember when I was young, when teachers would be telling me stuff, I'm not listening, I'm thinking, oh, whatever. Like, but years down the line, you realise these teachers were telling the truth. Um, they weren't lying you know still. I mean? Yeah, they weren't, they weren't lying. You know, what your mum was telling you, what your dad was telling you, and this, that, and the third. You realise, listen, they, they were kids before, and, you know, um, so I think it's very important, like, there's, and in my field as well, like, there's there's probably, in boxing-wise, there's probably a thousand, a hundred AJs on the streets, or, you know, that just ain't for fulfill their potential or no you know that they they don't realize they they're gifted and whatnot but they just need a way for it to come out and do you know what i mean yeah. like um for, not even just in boxing athletics whatever it is singing acting dancing music yeah music whatever but sometimes people they just need that encouragement like do you know what i mean oh yeah man like go and do that what you like doing this like go and pursue it man you know if you do this do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I like this one. Oh, I'm not even going to, like, whatever, in it? It's just some because kids, they will just, they'll be talented at something and just brush it off like, no, oh, yeah, well, it's just, it's just a minor. No, that's your talent. Pursue it. You don't know what you could, you know, where you can go. So that's why I like doing it. I don't really, yeah, I, I um, yes, yeah, so I just feel it's important that we play our part, man, especially if you're influential. Like, when I, I used to have like um before my fight I used to have a big um, billboard in my area like so like the kids would be like oh the like you're that guy on the billboard and da, 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 da. so and I'll just use that to my advantage yeah man trust me man you know try and talk to them and encourage them and help them so yeah that's why I do it so it's proper refreshing to hear I mean you, the fact that you take such a partake in such an active role in the community and you know yeah. Uh, that you're so passionate, I can see, we can see that you're so passionate about stuff like this and we need more role models yeah, like yourself sure. out in the world because, you know, I, I, you know I've needed, in, especially in our area um, where I live, we've yeah. always needed youth clubs and people to come into schools and stuff like that. And so the fact that you're doing that is amazing. So thank you very much for your work and I hope it keeps going and uh, you keep Im- impacting more lives. So thank you. No, for sure. No, no, you know, just playing my part you know so we get so it's funny boxing so far you get one side where you get like a Adrian Brown are doing all the nonsense and you get a role model like yourself who wants to be an ambassador like it's such a flip yeah. and yeah for, yeah for sure and the wicked is someone like Adrian Broner because kids can probably relate to him so much 
they will probably listen to it more than listening to someone who's more on the straight and narrow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, it's people crazy. like him, they don't understand how influential they are because the kids can actually relate to your stupid whatever nonsense you're doing. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's where you really should just all right take advantage of it. Yeah, I'm doing all this nonsense, but. But at the end of the day, we don't know what Adrian Broner does behind the scenes. But yeah, like it's it's those kind of key figures, like they are more impactful on the youth than you know a guy in a suit and you know yeah facts. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, man. We really appreciate having you on today, man. Obviously, no problem, man. We're tracking you. We'd be definitely pestering you to get you on as much as we can as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you buy tickets. Come to my fight. Yeah, for sure, man. That's what helps me pay my, pays my bills, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just make sure when you do that, you know at least the little shout out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. No, for sure. Thank you for having me on on the show, and hopefully we can be talking again about another win that I've I've had and whatnot. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Um, Thank you for watching. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. Give us five stars on uh, Apple and Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. And we'll see you in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis. Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in I seven or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Zipsy. There's no one like me. I'm from their cloth. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Sports Social Podcast Network.